Hello and welcome. You're listening to the ninth episode of the About You podcast. And this week, I'm graced to be joined by my three good friends, Professor Macharo, who happens to be an influencer and a passionate graphic designer. Welcome, welcome. And the man in the corner, the guy himself, Juwan Osoro, as they call him, Jay Black. That's me. Um, he's a consultant and an influencer too and happens to be one of those passionate young individuals in the political scene in Kwale County. Though in my introduction earlier I had thought maybe to introduce you as um, a soul whisperer. The soul whisperer. <laughs> yeah. def- wow, well, I would not want to have my girlfriend around a soul whisperer. I, I, like you I, can I whisper her soul out of me. Your girl is sitting over here and I just keep talking and like what's happening? Like no, I'm in love with this man now. I don't know why. My soul just that is taken in by a whisper. Truly, ladies and gentlemen, Lee. Big Sky, yes. Such an interesting name. <laughs> it's, more, it's like my artist name, so that's why it's interesting. Uh, it's, on, in, on, it's interesting on purpose. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, it, it don't you know? It's not entirely out of the question, but that wasn't the original purpose. Why it came about? This show is about you. It is based on the belief that we give ourselves better odds of winning when we approach life as a series of projects about you. And here's why. We don't need a home run to score. All we need is to get on base and take it from there. It is all about you. Whether you want to write a book, run a marathon, or simply start a career path that fulfills you. Join me as I teach us how to fail better, beat resistance, and reap the benefits that come from completing a dream project. Yeah, yeah, you guessed it. About you. I'm your host, Jamal Abdallah. Log in to jfm.org to get each episode about you. Released weekly. Remember, life in itself is about you. So welcome back, guys. So much of the introduction. Just to kick off our conversation, we want to discuss uh, two main things. One, self-actualization, and that means self-education. And also, why do men behave in the manner that they do? Why do we do that? So, you know, behave like douchebags. This has been one of the one of the boiling questions for women generally. And we often say that women are more complex than men are, but that's not true. We lay some grounds or sources of horrible behavior or lacking of direction as men. And this is a conversation building on where this all came from. And men are equally as complex as women are. We are wounded. And for that, in response, is majorly on two main things. Maybe um, posing. I call it posing. By posing, I mean, you know, you've heard of this cliche line of faking it till you make it, you know. And majorly this is because men tend to try and, you know, play the man, the macho man. For instance, you're in the gym. Umenuachuma, kinkushinda, lakini bado endelea kusema, kidogo tu, and then when it's too difficult is when now you pose the issue of ah, because naturally as men 
we are competitive in nature. Women are more of listeners, you know. For that, you cannot define a man into becoming something he's not. He's more of, has this natural beastie way of discovering it on his own, you know. So, for starters, Jay Black, do we, what can we say in light of education from your perspective as a mm. A lot of people, who are you, who are you, they wouldn't know how to yeah. respond to that. Because, you see, uh, knowing yourself is a result of self-education. Yeah. yeah so un- unless you're working on yourself, educating yourself, yeah. you can't... But really can't we say that we are working on ourselves? I mean, to a yeah, certain level of degree, you're always working on ourselves. Right? You are always working, but not people necessarily lie. on yourself. Mm. You are always working, but not necessarily on yourself. And when you say that, does it mean then who is self and who are, who are working for? Because if look you're doing something way, it and it's way. for your environment, you've decided that's what's best for you to survive, then you're doing it for yourself. Yeah? Uh, no, not really, not really. When you talk about self, you're talking about... No uh, phones during this, yeah? <laughs> Let me catch my own vibration, yeah. Se- it's actually a seven-step uh, seven uh, pyramid. Yeah, we'll from self-awareness to, to self-mastery. We'll but I'm right not now. sure whether I know the steps. But I'm glad that you guys actually know those things because I, I had to go look very far to come across those things. When I was growing up, I never was exposed to anything like this. Neither it, were we. Yeah, so yeah. Neither were we, yeah. <laughs> I had to go searching and kind of find to really, really find some information. I've learned a lot from, from a lot of books, but the most experience I've found in... in any kind of attempt at, at self-development or self-education, as you might say, mm. is being willing to make mistakes and being willing to make your own mistakes, regardless of what uh. people may tell you is right or wrong or you should do this or do that. If you get the impulse or, or the something that, you know, a, a vision that gives you joy that you, you imagine will be good for your experience, regardless of what someone may say about it or what they may tell you will happen, the only way you can know for sure is if you actually go out and do and that try. experience. Yeah. You know? Whether you yeah. fail or you <coughs> succeed, it doesn't matter, but you will have your own say as to yeah. what it is yeah. according to how you want to in beating yeah. um, fear within yourself. Exactly. You know, yeah. you're being afraid of um, you know, what people say you're already mm. being sub- subjecting yourself to social norms and uh, beliefs and everything. And if you feel you're failing short of that, then mm. you cannot try anything. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why they say the best advice not take an advice. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> True. That's I true. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> told him that. His mama told him that. Yeah. My mama never told me that. But my mama did something for me. Yeah. Have you guys watched The Secret? The, the, yeah, Rhonda Barnes. Yeah, Rhonda Barnes. She yeah. she gave me that when I was eighteen. When I graduated. Oh, when yeah. Really? When I was eighteen, I watched Man. that, uh-huh. and it changed my whole life, dude. Actually, because there is a book called, uh, called I, the have the book. I have the book. Yeah. You have the book, yeah? It's a very. It's even on YouTube. If you want to, if you want to check it out, yeah, it's free. So it changing you. Yes, completely. Because you know me, I was the type of person who grew up um, relying on, on, on a blueprint from my parents. You know, like my mom would say things like, just go to school and, and get good grades and you'll be fine, right? So I was sold on that and I, I need to think that she knows life. You know, this is my mom. I'm looking up to her. I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, if I listen to this woman, I'm sure she knows a lot more. You know, she knows what she's doing. She knows what this whole thing is about because no one knows about what life is about when you're young. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 sure. You're all just following instructions. Yeah. But it reached a point after Form 4 when, we, when I graduated, my mom used to work at the Enemy's Hospital and she used to make 
my oh, mom okay. Yeah, you were, yeah? Still yeah, yeah, I think she's still there? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. But uh, some, some decent amount of money, you know, so we lived like a, a middle class lifestyle. But uh, she lost her job. She quit her job, actually. I don't know why she decided to quit her job. It seemed irrational to me at the time. But, uh, <laughs> and our life changed drastically, you guys. You know, like from the from the level of life, life we were living, we had to like draw back. You know, the, I was used to, mom, I need this. She, she hooked me up with money or she'll tell me a couple of days or whatever, then I get it now. It's like, yo, man, we're broke, you know? And for me, I was like, how are we broke? Like, I've been listening to you. You're supposed to know how life is. How are we ending up not here? Supposed to go yeah, how are we how are we how are we ended up in this place when you're the one who's been guiding me on how I'm supposed to go through my life. So I was kinda disillusioned in a way. I was like, damn, so maybe it's not just about getting good grades. Maybe that's not what it takes to, to live life and, and and get the things you want, you know? Uh, and at that time I didn't know how to make any money, you know, nothing like that. So I found myself in a place where I was just like, damn man, like like I feel like I've been living a lie. So I was like, so what is what is the truth? Because if, if I started to realize that no one knows the truth, because the people you think know the truth, at one point or another, you'll come to a realization that everyone is just doing something that they they learned from the past, everyone, and it's yeah, everyone autopilot. Is trying to figure it out. Yeah, like, trying to figure it out. Very few people take hold of their lives and just take responsibility fully and say, you know what, me, I'm living according to my own terms, and I'm figuring it out however I need to figure it out for my own vision that is inside of me, regardless of what anyone says or, or thinks, you know? That's a, a very hard mentality to take because it's like, you're not sure what you will get, you just, yeah, yeah. You, but you're, yeah. you're willing to go the distance, sure. you know? Yeah. Actually, that's freedom. Yeah, that's freedom. So you can actually conclude by saying that most of us are not free, because we, we are not yet there. Back to what I was saying, mm -hmm. eh? the quality of um, education, the quality of what you're learning. Most of the things that you learn from people, eh, they may appear as valuable because you don't know what, what's valuable learning. So anything that's new to you, you will call it a lesson. But it could be just crap because you're not benchmarking it on something big or anything. If you ask, if you pick random, like if you were to select 100 people randomly and ask them what body of knowledge do you have, like what's your specialty of knowledge on any field, they wouldn't have any specialty, they have no... But but no, are you, are you, you have assume nothing. that or is that a fact or is that an, a, 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 you know, just strictly an opinion that you have? Um, of, of course it's an opinion mm -hmm. and it's a fact. That's all. A hundred people, then none of them will have anything to say about but the knowledge of what they have. If I, you think I'm lying, you, you go and try it. Yeah. Uh, if you grow up being a soy boy, you'll end up being a soy father. Najwa, the kind of manhood that will project your kids is not the right kind of manhood. And what so is defined by the, the presence of a father does not guarantee that you'll grow up to be a good That's man. That's very true. Good. So, kuna two types of men within that kind of class dynamic. Wale ambao they want to do nothing with their dads. Na wale ambao they want to be better men and they're proud of where they're coming from. That in itself defines what kind of a man is. There's an uncle, there's a neighbor, someone who's close to their mom. It is defined by a specific aspect of wounds maybe that when they were growing up, they went through a process. There's at that point in your life where your dad told you, attention you know all boys want their dad's attention you know because the dad is the best at that point when you want your dad's attention for instance on my case I remember that point when I approached my dad you know what assignment it was a math you know you leave it for your dad my dad only pulled one statement 
na anasema kwanza mupewe examples uko school kaangalia examples it made me hate that subject menelewa mpaka usipewe example hoja kupanya chochote kaangalia zile examples ambazo so it is in the same kind of for real nini ambao yani in a define what kind of moments you will you will have a time menelewa profes you are saying something maybe yeah in regard to what you are saying actually let us look at the stages of a man boyhood teenager then a young adult a young man and then to manhood yeah we've all gone through boyhood mm-hmm. then you become mm-hmm. a teenager mm-hmm. become a young a young man where by you this like you realize okay okay this is the first you, you start working you start uh, boy chasing after girls and no one teaches you yeah exactly yeah exactly you know mm-hmm. stages you know mm. yeah to a point where you know you want to be a patriarch a patriarch you want to be a father you become when we look, when we look at boyhood huh? i think the nature masculinity is uh, the nature of a man is all about competition that's why uh, you will see boys huh? a boy uh, will if a boy goes to the mom mother and be like you know what mom i want to climb a tree the mother like don't do it utajumiza you know yeah but the dad will be like yeah go it on for yeah for that boy he wants to prove a point as long as he has the, he has the, she or he asks the mother i want to climb that tree is actually he's in an archery just in like dare me to climb that tree you know mm-hmm. dare me to do it you know and that's how we ask boys you know it's a like it's a way of showing masculinity uh-huh. it's easy as boys as a good example is well you well you guys were boys uh, mm-hmm. you guys were peeing but you want to see how and girls they are competitive you know, guys are girls are competitive too but in yeah, a very different way in a different way, way but yeah. you know yeah, but uh, a manly way of our competition is proving a point mm-hmm. you're getting me prove that you know but, what? but that but, but that, man, but that, that goes to, to, to when someone says be a man yeah it goes to like it reverses back to our yeah, idea exactly, of what we've been taught exactly, a man is but yeah, not necessarily exactly, what a man exactly, should be sure exactly. you know because totally, totally, totally. <laughs> what, 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 what should a man be huh? what should a man be no, i think that is, is for every man to decide exactly, for himself what should a man be <laughs> what makes him a man he'll only go with the context yeah, yeah. Mm. if i might add i think it also has a lot to do with with the environment you know yeah. and so we i know earlier we we're talking about our dads being present or our moms being present but you know we live in a, in a society where people are born without parents True. at all yeah. and they end up being phenomenal people yes, so i don't think exactly. whether either your mom or your dad is there is a factor it's just who's around you exactly uh, and as you grow use up. yeah yeah of those resources yeah. exactly yeah who's you feeding know? you you know you might be in a, coming from a bad place but you're around people who are feeding you with positivity to where mm. you don't look at look at yourself like you're like you're a victim you know so you don't end up living the expectation that people will expect out of someone in your situation like yeah. you're born without parents you're like it's just going to have a fucked up life no one that cares for him you, you might find yourself surrounded by people who care for you and, and nurture you and and help you become someone that's you know em- empowering yourself to where you take other kids in that situation and give them that mentality as well you know yeah. and and yeah. in that point i remember you brought it out jay you brought it out in in your argument in that it's all about you to some point but you can also breathe and you know adopt I, that's what i got from your talk entirely you know you can mm. be yourself it doesn't have to be defined by any other thing around you so you are you are you are you're trying to breathe out about the point of um, it doesn't have to necessarily you know be about validation or that aspect of you trying to get that approval but more so of yourself what does it mean to you being a man you know mm-hmm. what are your goals what do you want to achieve yeah. you know for yourself but you cannot get that by just being a kid you have to learn that of people you have to look for those people within the society that to you there's something about them that you want to 
you know siphon mm. but it's all about that level of trying to make yourself good. like what you say when jay when we began you know this talk it's we are still living and the process of living it's all about growth you know i say i said like it always like it always hits you in your mind or to show it out there or to prove it out there that you are a man um as we earlier said uh, we, we 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 all go to the gym so if three four women show up at the gym you 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 we want to increase your reps you know mm-hmm. yeah it yeah. just comes out yeah you just want to increase your reps why do you want to do that to sh- to, to to prove something to those to the women around there mm-hmm. there's that constant um desperation to be the alpha mm-hmm. it's in with, the, with with any man out there so what i can say is uh, as a man being a man is a responsibility itself that's why you always told man up man up what what does it mean actually to man up you know yeah, i would have i would have liked it better to, if before me i would have wanted to find solutions but yeah. since we're talking about why let's talk about why um i think that we act the way we act because of the blueprint that we get when we're young you know that's the basic driving factor because there reaches an age where you kind of are closed off to learning mm. and that's at young age so the the early experience experiences shape a very good core of who we are and and that's why we act the way we act and it's similar we're all similar because we are all raised by society we're not necessarily raised by our parents mm. because our parents draw ideas from society our parents tell us to do things because that's what their fathers told them to do and that's what their fathers told them to do and that's what their fathers told them to do and that's why we we do are the way we are because we're we're basically on autopilot mm. we're basically living the world on autopilot based on what we've been given and uh, a lot of us are asleep mostly not and this applies also to women and men a lot of us are asleep or not aware of why we do the why why we do what we do you know that's the that's the i think that's the more important question is to be aware of why you do it so that you can begin to understand whether it's the best way to go about it or whether you need to make some changes on it you know but and and, yeah. and, and i totally agree because this is exactly what we what we had you know in the beginning of this podcast we were talking about uh, the wounds that as a man when you're growing up you've gone through which have an effect to your adulthood mm. and all that so you raising the point of people trying to understand what really what are those wounds mm-hmm. so as to rectify yeah. that level of true heart and all that you really define them into becoming better men in future there will always be a reason eh, to give excuses always there will always be a reason to justify not being the best quality of yourself there will always be a reason for for excusing your you know your flaws and setbacks mm-hmm. but as a man Najua, there will never be a better reason. There will never be an excuse good enough eh, to justify you not being a real man. And a real man has to be useful to the society, has to be useful to himself, he has to be a warrior, he has to be a philosopher, he has to be the best version that he can be. Najua, so if you fall short of the best, if if you feel like you're not the best person that you are, you know, right now as a man, you know, then check this as a challenge to you know up, up, upgrade yourself update yourself majua mm-hmm. you have to try to be, if you never try you'll never know how best you could have been majua mm-hmm. you'll never know the quality of man of, of a man that would have been right now the society is getting lost not because at kuna lot of vices or anything but simply because men have lost their position in the society majua mm-hmm. we are not providing direction 
we are not providing direction we are just oh, you know as Licky put it, we are on autopilot. Exactly. And we should not be on autopilot. As a man, you should find your own way. You are a pathfinder. You should set, should trailblaze. A leader. Yeah, a leader. You know, and and that's what I'm talking about. You know, let's focus towards getting there. Work on yourself on a daily basis. Get better on a daily basis. Our intellectual capacities, the technological advancements, you know, and compare that to what our grandparents had, our great-grandparents. If we could match the kind of masculinity they had Man. with the resources that we are enjoying right now, and by resources I mean intellectual um, resources, you know, in self-mastery, in knowing yourself, then you'll know that not all aspects of your life are equal. There are aspects of your life that are more, uh, will define you more, you're more good at, you're, more, you're going to spend your time more on them, Mm-hmm. And and th- th- that is basically what will form the key part of you. You are. The other day you said something very important about us as men being 75 percent of what we do. We are 75 percent of what we work. That basically says when you're dead, that 75 percent, if you're going to be defined by the life that you lived, that 75 percent will define who you was. Mm. When you go to the grave, they will not say that this guy was everywhere. Mm. As human, beings, thing, as, yeah. as human beings, we, when it comes to time and habits, there, there are three key things that we need to consider. One, you have to know uh, there are consumption habits, investment habits, and maintenance habits. Investment habits are those habits that, we, that build your value, that um, make you money in one way or the other, improve your health, your wisdom. Um, maintenance habits are those habits that we have to do as human beings. We have to sleep. That takes our time. And consumption habits are those that take away value from us. They take our time away. They do not build us in any way. For example, watching too much unnecessary TV. TV, So if as a human being you're 24 hours, you're going to spend, let's say, eight hours sleeping. That is maintenance habits. And the rest, um, 16 hours on consumption habits. It means on those 24 hours you do not invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. You do not go to the gym, you do not read a book, you do not work on anything that is going to build you value. Mm-hmm. So if you keep on repeating through those days, like days like those, like for 20 years, 50 years until you die, then your life is going to be full of nothing. Because you'll never be defined by your consumption habits. Because they don't count. They are nothing. That says you could go to the grave as a nobody. You could easily be forgotten. The reason we've not forgotten people like Jesus Christ, Prophet Muhammad, Peace be upon him, uh, Alexander the Great, and all the major kings is because they focused. Akuku danger. Akuku. Because <laughs> there is no way you're going to make a uh, global impact watching TV. What you're trying to say, if I'm understanding you correctly, that being a jack of all trades is okay, but being being focused in, in a particular subject yeah. and being yeah. a master of it is even better. Yeah. yeah. That, if that's what I'm understanding, understanding yeah. you correctly. Yeah. And for me, and, and I agree with that completely. For me, yeah, I got but, to a place in my life right now. My philosophy of it is that none of it matters. None of it matters at all. Everything that I choose to define myself does not matter. You know, what matters is that I'm happy right now in this moment. Then that is what know? defines you. Yeah. Mm. That's that what is it, what because at the end of the day, I'm only living my life moment by moment. Mm. You know, I, I, I'm not living for tomorrow. Tomorrow will get there when I wake up and it's tomorrow, mm. you know. But as of right now, it's just right now. So I try to do the best for right now, not according to those titles or anything you know and sometimes yeah. my t- the titles that I, I I'm not saying that I don't have them I have them I know the things that I've been taught to believe and the hold me back and when I come across that decision where I feel like 
this title is forcing me to act in a certain way so that I can fulfill it and keep on making it, you know, be a self-fulfilling prophecy, continuing mm-hmm. on and on. Mm-hmm. I try to challenge that, mm-hmm. you know, every now and then try to say that I'm not that because at the end of the day, the truth of it is not, I'm not defined by really what I do or whatnot. It's just how I touch people, the energy that I bring mm-hmm. to, to the things that I do. It could be the littlest things, you know? Like I could be just going around picking up trash with so much love. I could be going around just yeah, saying hi to people and just, and just spreading love, maybe, you know, going out talking to people and whatever it is I'm doing, as long as I do it with good energy, and, I, and I'm okay with my space, and in that moment everything is okay, then that's fine. And even when things are hard, I have to find a way to, to still cultivate that good energy in that moment when it comes. And that, that's more important to me than, than trying to achieve any level of success. Even when I write music, I may want to be a, a platinum selling artist, but that's not what I'm looking at as a goal. I'm looking at as I'm listening to this beat, I'm feeling so in love with it, I want to make the best possible song that feels great to this vibe that I'm feeling. And that's the only thing that counts at that moment. Whether that song sells a thousand records or ten records, it doesn't matter. It'll go on to do whatever it does, you know. And and, and I feel like that it's a, it, it feels nonchalant a bit. Feels like you're 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 trying to like not be responsible for things, but it comes from a basic understanding that you really have no control over this thing. Because then you die, and you could die tomorrow. Yeah. You could be this guy who want to live with these big ideas, and you 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 sacrifice all the joy in your life because cool. you want to focus in your studies and be a doctor. And then right after you graduate, you die and never get the chance to be a doctor. Mm. So what's the point then? So the happiness comes from the being that is inside of me. I chose, I chose to be in that positive state. Yeah. It is a choice I made. You know, just I like agree. the choices you guys have made to be in a positive state. Just like right now, you can choose to not be in that state. You can choose to be in a negative state. And you can do that easily by drawing memories that can take you there like that. You know? Mm. I, I, I <laughs> you agree know? with you. I yeah. agree and with you can choose to be positive you. by drawing from your life the things that can get you in a positive place. Gentlemen, I'm afraid you have to end it right about there. It has been a healing session and a groundbreaking one and a challenge to all those men out there on a road to self-discovery and healing those wounds. I've been your host, Jamal Abdallah, and this is about you.